Radio Chaser is brought to you by Sydney's Drought. Just make sure you bring your umbrella. Sydney's Drought. The planet is heating up. People are restless. And the rich run everything. The revolution will not be televised, but it will be broadcast over the next hour live on Radio Chaser. Oh, yes, welcome to the show. Zoe Norton Lodges here. Andrew Hanson's here. Charles Ferdinand's here. My name is Dom Knight. Coming up, we're going to play some game from The Bachelor, which is supposed to be quite shocking, and Donald Trump wants to buy an island. Can we sell him one of ours? But first, Charles has had the rudeness to irritate the Catholic Church. Charles, you should be ashamed well, it, of yourself. It wasn't just you. It wasn't just me, Dom. It was you. You you did it as well. I was there, but I was videoing mm. it. Yeah, so you... I had nothing to do with it. So we went up to St Mary's Cathedral... Yesterday afternoon, just to check out George Pell's Park, because we uh, we assumed that they would have taken it down or at least covered it up or yeah, something well, like that. All I mean, the archbishops have a plaque. Yeah. Is, is at the end, yeah, and the Catholic Church is very good at covering things up. So you know, mm. thought that would be the way to go because he's just been, you know, convicted of pedophilia. Anyway, it turns out he's just it's just sitting there still. Sort of glorifying, it, and it was just completely out of date, wasn't it, Dom? Yes, it was. It, I mean, it just said he was the Archbishop from something like 2001 to 2014. That's yeah. it. That's all it said. That's all it said. So, so what we did is we we got a little plaque made up and just stuck it underneath that you know description mm. that just said and convicted pedophile. Yeah, so it, it says it, you know George Pell, Archbishop of Sydney, <laughs> 2001 to 2014. And convicted pedophile. And so, <laughs> it's his, his CV, of, isn't it? It's yeah, his, it's yeah, his bio. Yeah. Well, it's his most noteworthy achievement, I think. Yeah, I don't know if we call it an achievement. Well, most noteworthy thing that he's done in his life. It's the first line of his biography now, basically. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Um, anyway, today, very, very bizarrely, I got contacted by AAP reporters because it's gone a bit viral across yeah. the web and everything. And. Um, and they'd rung up the Catholic Church to sort of get comment on, you know, what do you think about the plaque being updated with a completely accurate and true statement? Mm. <laughs> and um, and instead, and the Catholic Church said, well, we deny that Charles ever did that. We, we think that it's doctored footage and we deny that the... <laughs> the huge amount of video evidence because we videoed ourselves <laughs> yeah, yeah. doing it. The video is doctored. Yeah. They said it was Photoshop. They said you yeah. photoshopped it I mean, first it in. for one thing, there's no way Charles can use Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. no. <laughs> but it was the most bizarre thing. There's huge amounts of evidence. It's like multi-camera shoot um, of it happening and they're just denying that it happened. But then you just go, oh, wait a minute, this is the Catholic Church. Mm. They're very good <laughs> at denying things that... Um, <laughs> Just there's overwhelming evidence that they actually happened. Yeah, they turned a blind yeah. eye. Yeah. They're very good. Yeah, that's right. They anyway. probably they probably moved the Photoshop artist on to another Photoshop studio somewhere else. <laughs> so I so I just went up to the St Mary's Cathedral just then, like literally about twenty minutes oh. ago, and we got um, we got some super glue this time. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> we'd only used black the blue tech yesterday. Yeah, we were very oh, well, that was, I mean, that was a rookie error. So obviously somebody took it off, yeah. and you know. So um, we got super glue, and we've stuck it on, <laughs> and uh, it's there forever. Because I tell you what, I almost super glued my fingers together. Like I have super glued my fingers together. It is sticky stuff. So I reckon it's still there. Well, if you're listening, you should go down to St Mary's Cathedral now if you're listening and check out the new plant. Yeah, and look, it is strictly speaking, I admit, a little bit illegal. But you know, I mean, what's the worst that can happen? I mean, yeah, sure, I might go to jail. But I mean, as long as I don't end up in the same cell as George Pell, I'll be fine. 
Now, never let it be said that there isn't lots and lots of confusing news whenever you mention Pauline Hanson. Like, about mm-hmm. 17 different bizarre things have happened with Pauline uh, all of a sudden, guys. And I just want to try and break quickly break down the, the latest Pauline Hanson stuff. So, okay, so a few days ago she tweeted a little video where she said that uh, she was brandishing a cattle prod and said that that should be used to uh, by police to get rid of protesters on the streets of Brisbane um, who are bothering people about climate change. Um, so then uh, at the same time, she was also planning a trip to Uluru. She's gone to Uluru to climb that to prove that it's okay to climb Uluru uh, no matter what other people say. Uh, she was just about to do that and when Twitter suspended her Twitter account uh, because she'd sent a, an offensive tweet. Now, that could be one of 20 million Pauline Hanson <laughs> tweets. I don't know which particular one it is. But, I mean, how bad would you have to be to be suspended from Twitter? I was just really? thinking that. I mean, it's literally home for bad people. That's where they yes. go to be bad. <laughs> you do. I mean, yeah, there are death threats on Twitter and they don't get suspended. So, <laughs> anyway, maybe, Pauline's off Twitter. Maybe she was unduly polite on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, maybe, so they suspended maybe. it. Maybe she she's just so incoherent she couldn't get under the 280 <laughs> characters or whatever. They just said, look, we've had enough. We've had enough. Um, she hasn't been suspended, though, from other social media platforms. So she has actually released a video of her long-anticipated Uluru climb. Uh, ironically, she's released it on Weibo, the Chinese social media. It's going really well there. But um, uh, we've got the video here for you. Twitter won't play it, but we sure will. Here's Pauline Hanson climbing. Uluru. Hi, Pauline Hanson here, just making this little video of me climbing Ayers Rock. I bet Al Jazeera are making a secret video at the same time. Just remember that their video is doctored. I did not climb Ayers Rock. They dubbed my voice so it looked like I did. Anyway, I'm climbing Ayers Rock and it's very windy up here. I'm being swamped by Asian wind. It's coming here and taking all of our wind. Now, as you can see, I've decided to wear a burqa while I climb the rock to make some confused point that I don't really understand. And here we are at the top. I'll just fire a few victory shots. shot by a woman who's wearing a burger to make a confused point. Well, I did say, if you're watching me now, it means you've been murdered. Radio Chaser. Please explain. Yes, and if you've been online this morning, you might have noticed there is absolutely blanket coverage of the upcoming Ashes tonight. It's, a, it's the third test. Um, it And just Channel 9 have gone crazy. There's just ads everywhere for for the test. And it's really strange because Steve Smith is not playing in the third test. The third Ashes is here. Can the Australians win without Steve Smith? No, they definitely can't. Live from Headingley, the backdrop of many memorable encounters over the years. One thing is for sure, this won't be one of them. Will Australia pull a miracle out of the bag against an inform English side? No. They will definitely lose. Tune in and watch Joffrey Archer destroy the entire batting lineup before lunch on the first day. Oh no, that's a heavy, heavy blow. Tonight on Nine. Gee, I'm glad we held on to these broadcast rights. Radio Chaser. Triple M. Yes, now yesterday on uh, Cats Pajamas or Cats Piss, we had a story about 
someone who made a balsa car, actually had a balsa wood and duct tape and was driving it along the, the highway and uh, what a disaster that was. We were wondering if more people should make their own cars. And actually both Andrew and Charles revealed that their uh, cars from earlier in their lives were equally dodgy and equally crap. And it just got me thinking maybe other people in Sydney have terrible cars they want to tell us about at 13353. Can we find cars out there in Sydney that are almost as shonky as balsa wood cars? Uh, look, I didn't. I wasn't here yesterday. I didn't hear about um, Charles and Andrew's dreadful cars, but I think mine would probably give them a run for their money, right? Ooh, so it this have to is, be bad, Zoe. Well, this is just my second last car as well. So I got, when, I, when I had a, a baby, I decided I, like, it was just totally, I had to get a proper car. This was just out of control. But this car was so bad that when I parked it in front of my parents' house just overnight, I came back in the morning and a massive sticker had been like painted stuck down across the entire windshield that was like, you know, somebody's left this terrible, um, you know, broken down. <laughs> oh, like abandoned car. Abandoned car. Like we'll come and tow it away. <laughs> That's so funny. It was, and I, was, I couldn't it, even get it off. It was so, anyway, so this car. And it was your pride and joy. <laughs> well, I mean, look, it was a car. It was yeah. a car. Uh, but it was like, it was like a 91 model um, Ford Laser, right? <laughs> and the number plate was like something, something BSVW. And I was like, it is a bit of a BSVW, really. <laughs> and it like, none of it. Oh, once we left it in a car park. Um, and we came back and I, I opened the door and I, I mean, I realized later that it, I just opened the door. I didn't even unlock it. And there was like, you know, paperwork everywhere, stuff everywhere. And I was like, oh, someone's broken into our car and someone had broken into our car and then really come to terms with how dreadful it was <laughs> and not stolen it. Not today. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So look, I mean. They, they actually tidied it up on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> it, mate, it just, when you, when it went up a hill, it just groaned like it was dying. It had like, no, it was missing a bunch of lights. I'm sure it wasn't legal to drive. It was a dreadful car. Anyway, look, one triple three five three. Who has a worse car than me? <laughs> yes. Chase the line's open now. One triple three five three. Looking for Sydney's worst car, the worst ship box out there. Here's Powderfinger on Triple M. Triple M, Radio Chaser. It's Powderfinger on Triple M, Radio Chaser with you, Zoe, Charles, Andrew, and Don. We're talking about shit box cars, the sort that you have when you're learning to drive or in your early days. Maybe you still got one. We want to know the worst shit box in Sydney. One triple three five three. Mine was a Ford Festiva, and it was the 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 metal was so thin it was basically like driving a tin can. I was in the crumpled like the whole car was a crumple zone basically. <laughs> can you think of a worse car? One triple three five three is the number. Bradley from Penrith, what was your shit box, mate? Bradley. Yes, it is, mate. Yes, what was your car, mate? Uh, Ford Falcon. Oh, what's left of it? Describe it for us. Uh, it's got no headlight. Uh, the wheel bearings are gone. Uh, it's got no control arms on it. Uh, tires are bald, and the windscreen's cracked. So and is it's it held together, held together with duct tape? <laughs> so I don't know how I'm still getting around, but you're still I driving it. Something, but I can't afford anything else. So. Oh. Um, can we just take down your details um, and we'll just no pass them on to the police? <laughs> says, says Charles, who just conv- admitted to committing a crime before oh, the show. Please don't do that. I've had enough trouble with the police back in the day. I've only just got out of it all. So. <laughs> oh, good luck, mate. Well, okay, fine. Which bits work? Like, say something nice about your car, mate. I'll pass steering works and the aircon. Oh, <laughs> aircon works. I've never aircon. had a car where the aircon works. <laughs> you should give it to Zoe. Yeah, Let's I'll go to Lin- Lindsay from uh, West Ride here. Lindsay, we're looking for Sydney's biggest ship box. What have you got for us? Uh, I've got a 1990 VN Lexan, and my children won't get in the car in it, 
But I bought them home from the hospital in that thing, and, you know, I've had it for a fair while, all right? But still, you know, I've seen worse than what I drive around in, that's for sure. <laughs> hey, talking about Ford Festivas, yeah. my sister-in-law had one, and my poor brother, even though they're like 44-gallon drums on legs, mm. he went and wrote the thing off. No, mate. He, he must have just. In a bad state when it happened. He must have gently nudged another car. That's the sort of <laughs> quality you get with that sort of thing. There you go. <laughs> so, are you tempted to, to get on board with any of those vehicles? Oh, look, they do all sound really terrifying. I will. Mm. I will. I mean, they don't sound like cars. I think at a certain point, it's no longer a car, right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it, at some point, it is actually safer to use just balsa wood. <laughs> so, guys. I know I ask this almost every time on the show, but have you been watching The Bachelor? No. Mm, I'm much no, prefer no. just hearing about it from you, Zoe. Still haven't. Well, look, there's much to discuss, much to discuss. But first of all, I just want to remind you, um, so our Bachelor is, um, he's an astrophysicist, right? Which Amazing. is like, it's a very sexy profession, right? Astro, I mean, I don't really know what it is, but mm, sounds sexy, right? So astrophysicist. Hot. So hot. Mm, but it, unfortunately, it came out um, in the news that he actually is kind of maybe more of a banker. Oh. Mm, uh, less a bit, hot. A bit, it's a bit less hot. I mean, less, he kind of... Less hot. Look, it's a bit, he kind of denies it. It's all a bit of a... It's a bit confusing, but look, I actually think he should really lean into it because bankers can be a bit sexy, can't they? No. Mm. Oh, mm. look, I don't know. I mean, look, I watched an episode a couple back, and I think I think it's really starting to work for him. All right, Bachelor Matt, are you ready to meet your next potential match? Oh, am I ever, Osha? Hi, I'm Jenny. Oh, sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. Ah, uh, Jenny, are you a house deposit? Sorry, what? Because I have a lot of interest in you. Ah, uh, wow, okay. Um, I- I'm just really looking for the right person, you know? Oh, same, same. I- I'm lonely, as in loan, as in bank loan. Get it? Yeah, um, I, I get it. Right, you must be rich with those assets. <laughs> um, I, I have to. I just, oh, wait, wait, Jenny, wait. I want to make a long-term deposit in you and then a withdrawal. Right, deposit, withdrawal, deposit, withdrawal. Oh, I am about to liquidate. Oh, oh I'm spent. <clears throat> Osha, where's the next lady? I'm so sorry. All the ladies fled in a helicopter to find personal trainers instead. Radio Chaser on Triple M. So, look, as I deal with um, a lot of the time, you guys aren't very up to speed with with what's going on on TV. You don't really mm. – you're out of the TV world now, so you just – you don't bother. So I'm going to just kind of update you a little bit on, on The Bachelor. So I watched last night and I was a little bit disappointed because they played this game, right? And this mm. game, it felt like it was really intended to make the women, the, the female, you know, bachelorettes all kind of look a bit – mad, a bit catty, a bit like, you know, they were all kind of, they all, nobody, nobody came out of it looking good. Right. Mm. Um, and I just think, you know, in the, in the name of feminism, it would be good for me to issue this game to a bunch of men and see oh. how it works. Oh, I'm worried, Zoe. Yeah. Oh, it's, no, 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 it's wanna... easy. It's easy. The Bachelorettes could do it, so I'm sure you can but, do but it. You said they, they, you said they came out looking bad. They I, did. I, I but I look, look let's bad. just see how you guys go. So basically, the way this game works is oh. they got the girls oh. to self rank amongst themselves based on a quality. So who has the most of this quality oh, to who has no. the least of this oh, quality? This is going to be horrible. So I'm going to just I put it, it to you guys. <laughs> And I want you guys to decide amongst oh. the three of you 
<laughs> and these are all straight from The Bachelor. From most to least, selfless. <laughs> selfless? Well, I, most selfless? I think I would be the least selfless. Um, I'll, I'll let you guys have I, I, I think no. Andrew. I, I do actually think Andrew's the, the only nice person in the chaser at all. And that's only relatively. Yeah, look, thanks, Dommy. Thanks for your vote of confidence. I wish I could return it because I was going to say, Dommy, that you're the least selfless of the three. <laughs> um, I feel a little bad that you <laughs> were so kind to me. Um, but you're, you're being so horrible now that it makes me think that I am the most selfless. Gosh, I'm a nice person. <laughs> I mean, so, anyone who says, gosh, I'm a nice person, it doesn't bode well in the selfless counter. So who's got the definitive answer? So yeah. I, well, I think... I think I think it is. I think Andrew is probably the mm. the most selfless. Yeah. Oh, shucks. I, I would say. I reckon I'm pretty selfish. I reckon you're probably in the middle, Dom. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, all right, all right. Next one. All right, that's the wisest thing. Are you ready for the next one? Yeah, yep. Okay. Fun. Fun, fun. Oh, oh, who's the most fun? Charles yeah. is the most fun. Charles oh. is party man. Look. Charles, you always have a good time with Charles. I, I broke my elbow having fun riding drunk <laughs> on my bike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, people. Charles is so funny. He's ruined fun for both me and Andrew. I can say he that has. comprehensively. He, he's so true. He's actually so fun. Okay, so it's then, really so, awful to spend so, time with him. Because you're so much fun, uh, Charles, who's mm. the least fun out of Dom God, and Andrew? That is hard because they're both incredibly <laughs> bad. They they are the worst people to go to parties with. Yeah, that is Because <laughs> um, Andrew's is, more of a recluse than me. Yeah. But he's, I think he's probably but, more pleasant. But, but Dom spoils the mood when he walks <laughs> yeah. into a room. That's he the problem does bring the mood down. I'd say Dom's clearly the least oh fun. God. Triple M, <laughs> Chaser. Let's keep playing this game. Donald Trump's had a bit of a difficult situation, a bit of a setback. He really wanted to buy the island of Greenland. Quite seriously. <laughs> I thought this was a joke when I read it, but he's actually... We all want to buy Greenland. I know. <laughs> Who it's, doesn't? He's got 55,000 people living there and it's, uh, it's part of Denmark. He was going to go to Denmark and uh, it turns out he was actually going to ask to buy, if he could buy the island. And the Danish PM said, no, this idea is absurd. So he got very upset. He said, look, they're, they're not just saying that to me. She's saying that to the whole of the people of the United States of America because I'm their president. He got very huffy and he cancelled the trip. Oh, my God. So he's not mm. going to Denmark anymore. Fair enough. Mm. Would you believe? Fair I enough. think that creates a massive opportunity for us here in Australia. So we've put together an ad. We're going to send it to the White House and see if we can't get Trump to buy one of our islands. A message from the people of Australia to President Trump. Sir, we understand you have been unable to buy Greenland. May we suggest Tasmania instead? It's a small island off the coast of Australia that's freezing and irrelevant, just like Greenland. Its world-renowned attractions include the art gallery Mona, the ferry to Mona, and that's it. Plus, it has a casino for you to take over and bankrupt. And Tasmania is perfect for building golf courses. Every town on the island is a hole. Also, it has a certain reputation for incest, so they won't mind your weird fixation on your daughter. Our PM says we'll give America whatever you want, like always. So it's yours. None of us will even notice it's gone. We'll even rename it Trump-mania. Trump-mania. You'll enjoy it almost as much as Jeffrey Epstein's island. Radio Chaser. You are fake news. Triple M. Radio Chaser with you now. Look, uh, normally before we hand over to our friends in Kennedy Malloy and the Rush Hour with MG, we do cats pajamas or cats piss. But guys, what if instead of doing that today, we played some more of Zoe's Bachelor game where we were incredibly <laughs> mean to each other? I quite in- I enjoyed that. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Brave of you, Dommy, because you're not going to come out well. <laughs> okay, so just really quickly, people just tuning in, I'm getting the guys, like Happened on the Bachelor last night, to self-rank who has the most to least of these qualities, okay? So, guys... 
who is the most, the least honest? Oh, oh, that's, that's horrible. Tough. Actually, oh, let's, do, a, let's do Cat's pajamas. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, Charles. For there is the clear loser in this. A clear, the dodgiest actually, spin merchant in the but, world. But there's also there's even a name for it, which is Firth's Furfies. Yeah, yeah Firth's Furfies. Oh, but, yeah. Or, or fact or Furfy. Or fact there? or Furfy. But yeah. no, I think that's when you're unintentionally wrong. But I'm talking yeah. about when you're deliberately dodgy <laughs> and, yeah. and you can try and convince people of your schemes. Well, of all. All the years of the Chaser newspaper, your circulation figures yeah. were never right once in five <laughs> years. So he's the last. But Andrew and I, uh, who's the most honest? Oh, oh, the most honest. Yeah. Oh, Donnie. But I think it's probably you because you're such a depressive. Yeah, that's, that, that's a sign of honesty. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I hate myself most of all, really. Well, <laughs> well that leads us really great lead from for my final one for the day. Passionate. Oh, Charles is the most oh, passionate. He's so passionate about stupid <laughs> well, things like website but, design and <laughs> HTML coding. <laughs> and ideas. But the thing about Charles's passion, I see maybe he's not because his passion for an idea only lasts like 17 minutes. That's yeah. true. And then, then he becomes obsessed with a different <laughs> idea. I've got, I've got the passion of a goldfish. probably it. You do, yes. Yes, whereas if it's if it's about actually a long term dedication to something, I'm yeah. I'm a I big reckon, fanboy. Yeah, you are I reckon, a fanboy of, I reckon yeah, Andrew is the most passionate, and he sticks yeah. to it. Doctor I Who, since Doctor Who, you were what yeah. two? Mm, Pink Floyd, Jeff, mm. Le- I'm, you know, I'm, ELO. Long, I'm in the I'm in the long hurl. I I was an ELO fan during all the years when people thought ELO sucked, like uh, 2019. Uh, hey, Dommy Knight, no. Jeff Lynn is, is back in favour, thanks. He's cool because he's got a big beard and hipsters have them. Listen to the passion in his voice. Yeah. Yes, yes, I will defend Jeff Lynn to the death. So, and, and, I, uh, and, and that means Dom's definitely the least passionate. Hello, uh, ladies. Oh, God, uh, yes. Person in Australia, I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine Dommy ever mm. getting yeah. anything hard or exciting. It, it is a wonder that he is married. Ha- do we have time for one more? Are we? <laughs> no, we have time to hand over to Kennedy Malloy. I'm calling finish on this show <laughs> right now. I have no more passion to speak to you anymore at all, except we will again tomorrow at three. Amen. Right here on Triple M. Catch you later.